0: You just want to dance Yeah, you just gotta it's a dance party jump. Right? Uh hey uh hey a uh. hey. car. Yeah, you know, like just somebody just riding through the neighborhood. Put the, the windows game.
1: down. Windows down. Ain't doing nothing. Ain't doing nothing. <laughs> it's Talking about some relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, greetings everyone, this is your girl Cam, I'm here with Pastor James Marshall. What's up there y'all? We're here for Relations Sense, the podcast where we make relationships make sense. That's right, oh, I like that, i yeah. never heard that one before. That's a new relationships
0: one? Relationships make sense. Yeah, make, sometimes <laughs> you, you gonna, question a lot of things. You know, they making sense out of the relationship, <laughs> they trying to make some sense. Oh. Yeah. But I'm th- people are listening, so thank
1: y'all for listening. Thank you, everybody. We're getting reviews. this is like a
0: good way to do like lunch and learn.
1: A lunch and learn. Yeah, you listen <laughs> on <laughs> your lunch break.
0: Day. You get a pen and paper, or open the notes section on your phone and take notes. Take notes. Or this is like, you know, learn
1: while you ride. I'm gonna say I text it out and I tell everybody. You know what? When you got 20 minutes sitting in traffic before you go in. Just listen. Just listen. Around the house, yeah. All right, everybody. We just want to say thank you again. We're appreciating all the comments, all the feedback, all the ideas. We want to hear your. We want to hear your. What you have to say. Yeah. If you like Leave it. Us your
0: comments. Yeah.
1: Um. So this week, Pastor this Marshall. Week. I'm pretty sure you get this in a lot of your counseling sessions or your friends. Okay. Right? You, yes. know, you have the friends. They're couples. They're dating. Right. Everything's going well. Yeah. All right. And they say, you know what? Y'all make a good couple. Y'all gonna make a good marriage, right? They get married, and they divorce like that. <laughs> Sometimes you get mad, like, "Dang, I shouldn't have bought them a wedding gift."
0: Okay, <laughs> but could you keep the receipt? Can, can
1: you Look, return? Since y'all going y'all
0: separate ways, <laughs> that crockpot I bought you—I you mean, return it back to my <laughs> way.
1: Okay, I mean, can I just get the crockpot back? <laughs> Let's give you, can you give it back to me? <laughs> oh man, but you know, so uh, this, today I just want to talk about, you know, why do people have good dating relationships? In terrible marriages. Like, you know, you sit back and like, what happened?
0: What happened? Hey, yeah, that's a great question. Like, what happened? Where do we
1: go wrong? Where do we go wrong?
0: I mean, they were like, you know, everybody's hashtag relationship yeah, goals. goals. And they was Damn. doing so good. They'd be taking trips. Snatched. I know, like, taking trips and they going places. Yeah. And the wedding was beautiful. The honeymoon was great.
1: All the pictures.
0: Oh, man. Looked
1: amazing as if they were the perfect couple
0: and then everything starts going downhill yeah what happened you know I, there's some people probably listening to this right now asking like please tell me what i <laughs> please just <laughs> tell I me wrong? where did i go wrong or tell me what i need to expect so i don't go wrong yeah yeah so i think that the answer to that is a it, well i have a couple of things that come to mind okay a lot of those things that come to mind all deal with unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. You see when we you're dating someone, I mean, just think about it. We all just think we have everything figured out. Mm-hmm. I do, other people do. We got it all together. We're doing good. That's not going to be our story. Mm-hmm. And everyone is striving to be the, the exception to
1: the rule. Mm. And like that's not gonna be us. That's
0: not gonna be us.
1: We communicate.
0: Yeah, and sometimes we have these really unrealistic expectations. You know, the first thing that I think that happens uh, when people have great dating relationships, and um, then all of a sudden they get married and the relationships start going bad. The first thing is, I think that some people think that the things that happened when they were dating will stay the same
1: you know, they do say sometimes I you're going to marry me for who I am. Right. This is this is me. So, right. whatever, you know, what we were doing before, we don't got to change anything.
0: We ain't got to change anything. This is who I am. So is, mm-hmm. And they've been living together yep. and everything is going well. So they think that, oh, this is just a formality. I'm just putting a ring on it. <laughs> I'm just making it an official and everything is going to be status quo. It's, things are going to stay the same. You're going to continue doing what you're doing. I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing and everyone's going to be happy
1: until life happens,
0: until life happens, until marriage happens. And then they begin to see that. Wait a minute. Now that I have this covenant or commitment on top of our relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it changes things.
1: You said covenant and commitment. Yeah.
0: Covenant and commitment. You see, the covenant is the institution that we're in. We're in a lifelong covenant um the commitment is my commitment to the things that we're going to do inside of this relationship Mm. you know the covenant is the institution we're we're together we're tied forever Mm -hmm. the commitment is how I'm going to act inside the institution and we have a lot of commitments that we think will just stay the same once we get into the marriage and it never quite operates that way you know we just It just things just start changing, you know,
1: like what? Give me some examples.
0: So, you know, you thought that because when we were dating, we were always together. Everything was fun. We went every places. And now that we're married, like we don't spend as much time together now. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the problem? Why? Why did why once we got married, we stopped going out like we used to. We stopped going on the group dates. We stopped going to the the mall together. We stopped going to, you know, The restaurant together now everything is beginning to change, and we're wondering like okay, well what's going on? What's what's happening? Because you're
1: saying things. I thought you said things aren't going to change. You said things are going to change.
0: Yeah, they think people think that things will stay the same, Mm -hmm. but it never stays the same. You know. So So tell
1: me why when when one would get married, why I wouldn't expect to continue doing the dates and going out and going to the mall.
0: You should continue to do those things. People think that you're going to continue to do those things just because you're married and just because you have been doing them. Mm-hmm. But the reason why you have to continue to do those things, you have to put energy into it. Uh. You see, when people get married, they start getting comfortable. Oh. Because I got you now. I got him. I got him. I got her. She got I got brain. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now all the things that we were putting energy to do when we were dating, it was we were doing those things when we was dating under a different motivation. The motivation was to get the person.
1: Now I got them. Now I got
0: them, so the motivation goes away. Mm-hmm. And what this is, is this is a misunderstanding of what marriage is. You see, you don't date a person and woo a person and try to bring the moon down to a person just to get them. You get them so you can do the dating and the wooing and bringing the moon down with them for the rest of their lives.
1: In your life.
0: Yeah. OK, it's, it, it's it is. so you can't just assume it's an unrealistic expectation to assume that just because we're married, everything's going to stay the same. No, if we if the things that need to stay the same, if they're going to stay the same, it's going to stay the same because we intentionally keep them the same.
1: That's what it is. We're going to be intentional about these. things.
0: Absolutely. Not just because, hey, you know, we're married now and mm-hmm. things are the same, mm-hmm. you know. So that's the first thing. Similar to the first thing, though, there are some people who have the unrealistic Realistic expectation when they get married that things will immediately change.
1: <laughs> the opposite. The opposite of it,
0: right? <laughs> I mean, in both you're not are clean. Instru- you know, the things so they think cook. that all the things that they hated when they were dating
1: will change because now I married you. Yeah. I gave you what you want. I
0: gave you what you want. Okay. So they think that now, oh. She ain't going to be tripping on me anymore. She ain't going to be on my back anymore. She ain't going to be nagging me anymore because I married her.
1: So I can still go hang out with the boys yeah, please. late night.
0: Yeah, now that you, that you married, you might get more of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, you can't think that marriage is some magic wand or some light switch that just erases all the bad. Mm-hmm. All the bad that the person had when you all were dating is still going to be the bad that they have when you get married. Mm-hmm. You see, people don't change just because their status change. People change because they want to change. They find something in the in themselves that they're not comfortable with, that they're not cool with, that just don't line up with the standards that they think that they have. Mm-hmm. And so they change those things because they believe it needs to change, not just because you want it to change or because now we, we're married or we have a different relationship status that it just changes. It doesn't happen like
1: that. So what we're saying is that or, or, or what you're saying hey we've been dating for all these years now we're married i'm miserable in my marriage because you're not doing what i thought you would have. you would have done what you would be doing because i said i do to you yeah
0: absolutely yep so the first one is like i said okay things are going to stay the same we're going to continue to do what we have been doing and so they go into it and it's like oh things are changing now why are things the same mm-hmm. and then on the flip side it's like of a it catch-22 it's <laughs> a catch-22 you see you want the good things to stay the same but so that's what it is yeah
1: being specific right like you want the good things to stay that's you right want the bad things to, to change, go away
0: yeah, that's right and
1: because it's terrible is because we didn't talk about this before
0: a hundred percent which is the okay. third thing it's the third thing is the reason why it goes bad once we get married and it was good when we were dating is because we avoided conflict when we were dating
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: we didn't talk about these things that we disagreed on the differences that we had we try to Avoid those things because so, every time we already know we see that topic differently. So every time that topic comes up, so that we can avoid an argument or someone, we can avoid getting into it. We just don't talk about it.
1: You know, what a lot of people do. I'm gonna just give them time. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna run out, go to the store. I'm gonna give them time. I'm gonna, you know, I'll talk to her tomorrow. I'll talk to him tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then we're just gonna keep on going forward.
0: People start feeling better, <laughs> mm,
1: less emotional.
0: Yeah, I mean, less emotional they feel good they're not as it's not as much tension in the relationship Mm -hmm. and so instead of addressing and resolving conflict
1: it's being compounded
0: yeah you know i told someone the other day relationships are a lot like our cell phones you know what happens on your cell phone when you have too many applications open what happens your phone begins to slow down same thing with your computer Mm -hmm. right when you have too many applications open on your computer
1: yeah, I know that.
0: yeah, your computer begins to slow down. That's why you close applications out mm. to speed the processing system up. Same thing is true in a relationship or in life in general. When I have a lot of open and unresolved things in my life, it begins to slow my life down. Now my relationships are more difficult. I don't move at the pace that I, that I should be moving in because there's things in my life that are just unresolved. And so... What people do is they get married, and they have unresolved things in their dating relationship. They did, they they just avoid it, and then they get married, and now they're tired of avoiding it.
1: Now they're like, because they can't get out.
0: Yeah, because, like, now I I can't keep dealing with this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So now we're addressing it, and sometimes we don't know how to address it, and what happens? It just starts going bad after
1: that. I want to say that's what you hear a lot of times, you know, you'll, or... You know, you'll have a married couple and it's like she doesn't understand me. Right. Um, I can't I can't be myself. I can't talk to them anymore. Um, or all these things were wrong and then you ask them, Hey, we have sat down and have a conversation, it's hard for me to talk to them. Right. They don't listen. Every time I try to communicate, we get into an argument. Yeah. You know, what are those type of you know, or what do you have to give somebody for that where hey, like, I know this is wrong, I know this is terrible, but you know, he just not you know or she's not listening to me. She just wants to, you know, she gets emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of men don't like to see women cry. You know, That's every right. time we That's start right. talking about it, she starts crying, mm-hmm. and so I just want to avoid the conversation. I don't, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. I'm gonna just suck it up.
0: Well, see, what we have to first understand is that avoiding it won't make it go away.
1: Mm-hmm. Come right back around. Yeah, I mean, you're just
0: sweeping it under the carpet, and if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, or if the conversations aren't getting anywhere, then sometimes we have to be mature enough to reach out to a third party to get them to help us to have some difficult conversations, or we have to learn together some tools that we need in order to have, you know, these, these, these conversations that we need to be having, you know, like how do I address conflict? How do we talk about conflict? How do I get past the emotional thing? And the conversation is not all just in the emotional realm and never gets to the practical. Mm -hmm. How do we actually do these things? But avoiding it won't address it. You know, you can't, you can't fix what you don't confront. And so what we just try to do is we try to keep, (laughs) 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 I'm telling you, it just, we just keep it under wraps. You know, I had this, this is so interesting. I was counseling this couple um, recently and the, um, they have some terrible marital challenges, right? Mm -hmm. And some of the challenges that they're having deal a lot with a person's, one of the people in the relationships, just natural bent, like they're not doing anything wrong intentionally. But they're just naturally like that. They're more laid back. They're more relaxed. And the spouse wants this person to be more proactive.
1: Mm.
0: And I asked him, I said, well, why this person has been laid back like this all their lives? Mm-hmm. And when y'all was dating, why wasn't it a problem for you then? And now, it is. and now it is.
1: What was the answer?
0: Good question. So when they met, they met each other at work. Okay. And he says, this is what he says to me, and I got stuck for a minute. He says, Well, I fell in love with the woman I saw at work. And I said, and I stopped because I was like, wait a minute. You talking about a different woman, you talking about the <laughs> same person, you know, like.
1: like this one in front of me. Yeah,
0: exactly. He said, No, no, I'm talking about my, my my wife. I fell in love with the person she was at work. And I didn't pay attention to who she was outside of work. Mm. And at work, she was really proactive. Mm-hmm. Really like
1: Let's Go get it.
0: Go get it. Take it initiative. But at home, her Outside of work life, she was extremely laid back, Hmm. just really chill. She wasn't like that, like the go-getter outside of the work. But as soon as she crossed that threshold, she was making things happen and knocking things out. But in her home, in her personal life, she didn't want to be like that go-getter always. She wanted to kind of lay back and go with the flow and not take the initiative and like not be, you know, real organized and all that type of stuff. You know, that was – her work person Mm -hmm. and so what happens is he falls in love with the work person ignores the domestic domestic at home person and now that they're married it's causing a big issue wow why we uh, we avoided it we ignored it we didn't pay attention to
1: it that's interesting my um brother real quick short story um one of my older brothers it was coming up in my career he was saying Camilla, you know, you're very very similar. You know, you're very on it. Right. You're one person out where it was like Dr. Jack and Mrs. Hyde. Wow. And he was like, but a lot of people don't see Cam. Yeah. You know, Cam the family person. Right. Cam and then, you right. know, the goofy, you know, outgoing one. And it would be great if you can merge the two. Wow. But it was one where, as a woman, you know, you feel as if you know, you're, if you're in a male dominant industry, oh yeah, you know, you cannot have certain flaws or weaknesses. You Absolutely. can't be perceived as certain weakness, you weaknesses. You can't be laid back. You, c- you can't be laid back. You have to be very aggressive, otherwise, you know, your voice won't be heard. You want to have a voice at the table. So right. for some industries, you have to be a little bit more abrasive, a little bit Absolutely. more aggressive. Absolutely. Now, granted, of course, as the woman at the home, but it's one of those things where a lot of people, you know, men and women, yeah, have to learn how to be themselves. And Absolutely. It, it comes down to being comfortable and be themselves. Um but yeah it's merging the two. I
0: love it. And and and, and the two are still who you are. Yeah. It's not like you're bad because you're one way at work and you're one way at home. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like you should be that way. You should be a go getter at work and maybe laid back at home. You don't want to You just get tired
1: when you get yeah, home. Yeah you don't want <laughs> to make your, another decision. treat your family
0: and treat your children yeah. like they're your employees. Nah. So but see what people don't do, we don't uh, embrace and accept All of a person. Mm -hmm. We just accept the parts of that person that we like. And we marry the parts parts of that person that we are most comfortable with.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: When you said I do, you said I do to the whole person. And so you got to begin to learn people holistically. That's one of the reasons why you hear me say over and over again, date people for four seasons. All four. Because you got to see how they act on tax time.
1: Rough. <laughs> Run me my money, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, so you gotta see people you know well roundedly, and you know the reason why it goes bad in marriage when everything is good when you're dating is because we avoid the difficult when we're when we're dating, okay, you know? here's What's the fourth, fourth one
1: <sighs>
0: people get married without giving any energy to preparing for the marriage they put all the energy in the world into that wedding and preparing for the wedding ceremony. I mean, they put a whole year of preparation goes sometimes into a wedding ceremony,
1: like 6 hours.
0: Oh my gosh, but for the the lifelong marriage, yeah. n- uh, no preparation. It's 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 so amazing to me. Like you you have you're extremely educated, you got a master's degree You went to two good schools, you know what I mean? Thank you. I ain't going to say that publicly. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) But you got a master's degree to get a job in a career field that you one day hope to retire from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, marriage is not something you're supposed to to retire from. Lifelong. It's lifelong. So how much more is it important for you to... Uh, put energy into something that's supposed to be forever. So
1: let's talk about why it is important to put energy and, and wh- what does that look like As, in the sense of, you know, a lot of people will say, Hey, I've watched my parents do it. Right. You know, I've, I grew up, I know what this is. Right. You know, we don't need to go to premarital counseling or, you know, we'll just do one class, that's right. get our certificate and good we're Yeah. Go. So, so talk to, talk to me about, you know, what is it that a couple learns from that preparation?
0: That's good. You see, everything you watched your parents do and everything you caught for them was only one side of their marriage.
1: What they allowed you to see. Yeah,
0: children never see everything. And even the children that see everything, they usually see things they ain't supposed to be seeing anyway. So you only c- you only catch one side. And mm-hmm. all of the, I don't know, all the various uh, you know, parts of the circumstance begins to jade your perspective about what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And when you go to a class and you sit down in training, they're going to teach you some of the things that have come from years of experience. They come from the psychology of marriage. And there is a psychology, there's a way of thinking Mm -hmm. about marriage that's different than the way you think when you're single. They're going to cover things like how you handle conflict. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just handle conflict any old kind of way. You get what I'm saying? Like, you, If you always did what you felt like doing, we oh all be. man. De- oh. <laughs> <laughs> we all be dead a lot. Say locked up. Yeah, you know, but so they teach you how to handle conflict. They teach you how to um, uh, how to how to manage the differences between men and women.
1: Do you think that goes along with that avoidance factor where I have to be vulnerable? I have to open up. We have, have to be. talk about, yeah. you know, these things. We have to talk about my upbringing. Right. In which I didn't feel comfortable doing it before.
0: The worst thing anyone could ever do is marry someone who thinks they have it all together. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you mess around and marry oh yeah. someone who thinks they have it all together. Man, it's going it's like to. like Pandora's box. Yeah. And there's so much you can learn by by <laughs> reading books taking classes, going to counseling, I ain't talking about, and I'm a pastor and I'm saying this, I'm not talking about the one time you sit down with the pastor before the ceremony. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people do that. Yeah, we sit down and talk to our pastor. He said everything was good. We good. No, nah, I'm talking about when you sit down in a class for hours and mm-hmm. you do homework and you interview. do research and you interview people and interview all the couples. things, yeah, couples yeah. And, and, and all the things that we, we do in some of the classes that I teach, you know, that's the type of thing. And I'm not just telling my classes. It ain't got to be my class. Go somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a, it's it's hundreds of universities and colleges to learn different trades. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to marriage, you need to find out where I can go. And sometimes you have to go to multiple places, read books, watch things, just learn, learn. do everything you have. And, and, and and here's the thing, right? If you want to get to a place when you, if you're dating someone or you're engaged and you don't want this to be your story that mm. we were dating and everything was good and we got married and then they all went bad. Or maybe you're already married and this is this is your story. Everything started going bad. Like, OK, what do we need to do in order to to, fix I, it. Yeah, to either fix it or to avoid it? How, how what do we need to do? And I think it, we have to have conversations. And there's usually six conversations I tell people to have. The first one is we got to decide what's going to be our purpose of being together in this season. Like are we just together because we both look good and we like each other, and oh, you know we have great sex or whatever it may be what what is gonna be our purpose of being together? like what are we gonna work together on that we can never accomplish on our own mm. and you gotta have a purpose and you gotta talk through that, and you gotta come to some agreement on it because that's what keeps you going mm-hmm. you know you're that's why you're getting married you're you're marrying your partner. So that we can partner on something.
1: Partner on life. Yeah. Okay.
0: And what are we doing? The second thing that I think the conversation we need to have is what are we going to do once we're married or now that we are married to keep our friendship strong?
1: Friendship is very key. It's so key. Some people lose themselves and some people don't have that connection of just going out, being friends, having fun. And then you listen or they'll they'll be the ones that come to work. My wife doesn't do this. Exactly. My husband doesn't do this. And then they build friendships at
0: work that they don't have at home. that's trouble. It's always trouble. Red flag. Yep. So you got to be willing to... Say what are we going to do to keep this friendship strong? We're going to go out together. We're going to laugh together. We're going to do what are we going to do on purpose and write these things down. The third thing is what's going to be our plan for our children? Do we want children? I'm say if we have, if we, if want we have children, some
1: couples and some individuals that get married don't want. They don't do the want children. That's fine, yeah, but you know, both of them have to be in the
0: same. They got to be in the okay. same place. So you had a conversation before you get married and you get some agreement on. It. If you're already married, you got to start having that conversation. Yeah. The 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 fourth one is what are we what's going to be our plan for our finances? I mean, right. money fights are still the leading cause for divorce in our country. So, what are you going to do? What's going to be our, your plan for our finances? Are you going to have a budget? You're going to have a joint budget? What is that gonna, all going to look like?
1: know the credit score <laughs> 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 she's <laughs> Just, a okay. she's a finance person I am y'all, finance, so you but you know a lot of people have problems with that and yeah. it's okay so it's like this is where we can build from that's where we can start from. but is always comes up like you're, you're vulnerable like this is who i am and some people are ashamed of yeah and it's okay yep there, it's, that's my path
0: check this out there's a verse like i know some everyone is not like christian or whatever but if you are into faith there's this verse in the bible that says where your treasure is there your heart will be also So check this out. If two people are married and the wife has her treasure over here and the husband has his treasure over there, then that means that ultimately their heart are in two different places. Mm, So that's why we got to have conversations to say, what's our joint and unified plan around our finances. Mm -hmm. Here's the the fifth thing. The fifth thing is this, what's going to be our plan for things like faith and religion? Like, I mean, yeah. Like what, what is it? I mean, do we, do we, believe in the church do we believe in bob do we believe in god Are we going to listen to dr phil what's going to set the standard in our life what's mm-hmm. the plan for that mm-hmm. and 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 here's the last thing i think people should t- have good discussions about what do we want to be known for
1: what's gonna be our legacy
0: yeah what's gonna be the legacy that we're leaving right you know what i'm saying like what do we you know what do we what do we want people to say
1: about, about our this? relationship? It's always funny, um, Pastor Battle did something a long time ago, he did, he did a sermon a long time ago, it was, you know, what's on your tombstone? Mm. And, you know, that's when you transition into the next life, but it was, you know, what would be on, if you had a joint tombstone, what it would be that legacy that people would say? Right. That we would leave behind? What would our children leave behind? What would our family leave behind? What would everybody that we... And have you know have encounters? What what would they say about us yeah. in our relationship? Gotcha,
0: absolutely. So that's it, man. Like you know, people people say, well, what happened? Well, we were be unrealistic. Yeah, what happened? We we didn't. We thought everything was going to stay the same, or we thought things was going to change. We avoided conflict. We a conflict, or we just didn't learn. And then now we're yeah. not having conversations, but we got to have conversations. You can't talk about it. Can't fix. What you don't we'll talk confirm. about it be about it there you go alrighty <laughs>
1: well where can everybody follow you no alright if
0: you're on you. Twitter if you're on Instagram yeah. follow me at at J.A. Marshall Jr. at J-A-M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L-J-R on Twitter or Instagram and y'all please 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 subscribe to this podcast yes. where like are we it at? Tell we're on, on Twitter podcast. I mean no, we're not <laughs> <on> Twitter <laughs> we're
1: on SoundCloud straight. we're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud
0: iTunes iTunes Google Play Google Play uh, Stitcher, Stitcher is another one. Um, it's, everywhere. I mean, all of, everywhere. Wherever you can listen to a podcast, that's where we're at. Share this with people, too. Like, text it out. Share the link. Post it for me. Like, let's get the word out about this because I just want to
1: help people. Yeah. And if there's another medium in which we should be communicating and posting with, let, people, us, let know. us know. Let, let us, us,
0: know. us know. Post it in the comments. Mm-hmm. Post, you know, do something. Leave us yes. a comment. DM us.
1: <laughs> well, in a healthy be way. Be careful. I want to say. Yeah. Everybody. So on that note, okay, yeah. instead of what everybody, this was what's happening. This is your girl Cam. We're here with Pastor James Marshall. Um, once again, we just are blessed to have you. And until next time, say good. Until next
0: time. Yeah, we'll catch you next week.